This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. Now then, if you get to the end of this episode and you're interested in the Action Takers Membership Club, see the show notes, click on the link and that's where you can register. Listen on and enjoy this episode. How can you stop feeling a failure when you live with multiple sclerosis? Life with MS is hard enough, but sometimes we can put ourselves under just way too much pressure. Do you feel like a failure when you plan things and they don't happen because your MS has got in the way? Or do you feel like a loser if you set expectations of yourself and you don't achieve your aims? Were your aims even realistic in the first place? How can you be realistic, make plans, be mindful of your purpose, as we discussed in the last episode, and still achieve your goals, your aims, your purpose? How can you feel accomplished? So this episode is going to be looking at planning and goal setting with a chronic illness such as multiple sclerosis. We'll be looking at working around plan A and plan B when you live with a limitation such as MS. What are the steps to managing everyday goals and big goals and looking at what if? It's okay if and because statements. Do we deadline or not deadline? And what's some additional thinking? and some additional considerations for those SMART goals that we all here talked about. So let's start right at the top. Feeling accomplished is usually because of something that you've achieved. This involves achieving something you'd planned, achieving a goal. And when I was creating this episode, for example, I'd planned what I ideally needed to do and by when. But I ended up having a really wobbly, difficult day and one that ended up and I had to take a nap in the afternoon and then I woke up with a splitting headache. So I didn't accomplish very much at all on this day. I just did a little bit and it was only a little bit, but it was a little bit in the right direction. I could have felt a failure, but I've learned to live with it. I've learned to adapt and accept. I've learned to focus on the parts of the process rather than the whole outcome and providing I can be flexible with the parts of the process and building enough contingency time, it won't affect the outcome. Because with MS, driving for this ultimate outcome can cause overwhelm. No goal should cause someone with a chronic illness to feel overwhelm. Life with MS It needs an overall aim, an overall purpose with lots of flexible steps and goals in between. It's an important thing for the whole MS community. In fact, it's more than important, it's crucial. So our goals need to be flexible. Deadlines for the steps need to be flexible. And the best way is always forward progression. So we could just leave it there. But let's go into loads more detail. 
Let's look at plan B. It's not always enough. And I prefer to have three plans. I have a plan A, a plan B and a plan Z. A plan A, a plan B and a plan Z. A plan A, plan B and plan Z. Plan A is when everything goes as you intended it to go. Plan B, well, that's when it's an alternative that you'd thought about, but it's something that you do because something that's a little bit of a niggle got in the way. For example, you've woken up and your MS legs are feeling really heavy and all you know about today is that things are going to have to happen more slowly than you'd planned. So that's what plan B is. But we also need plan Z when we live with MS because serious things just might happen. And an example is it's more than plan B. This is a case of you've woken up and you can't move either leg. So you've got no working legs and whatever you'd got planned, it just can't happen today. And it's so, so unexpected. But if you've got plan Z, then you know that you've already thought about how you're going to handle this. So let's think about some everyday goals. Let's think about trying to apply a process to these everyday goals that we have for ourselves and trying to make it a regular thought process that becomes a no effort thought. And I want us for the purpose of this exercise to think about a regular goal, something like going to work. So at the top there are four different things to think about. Number one, we're assuming that it fits with your purpose, your purpose as we talked about in the episode before this one. I want you to validate this. I want you to ask, why is getting to work important to me? What's your overall want? So your overall want for going to work might be because you want to get paid or because you want to do a good job, you enjoy your job, or because it gives you something to focus on. And your goal for daily work might be to get to work 100% of the time, to work your full hours and to leave work with a little bit of energy remaining for the evening. So those are the first four things. Let me just go back over them. So we're going to be sure it's fitting with our purpose. To validate this, the second thing, we're just going to think about why is work, why is going to work important to me? And out of that, you're then going to ask, what's my overall want for work? And you think about that for yourself and your situation, but it might be earning your salary, feeling that you've done a good job, or just knowing that you've got something else that you can focus on. And then what's your goal for daily working? So it might be getting to work 100% of the time. It might be to work your full working day. It might be to leave work with some energy remaining. It might be one of those things. It might be all of those things. Now we get to the really important part. I want you to think what obstacles might there be to you getting to work 100% of the time? Or what obstacles might there be to working your full hours 
And what obstacles might there be to leave work with a little bit of energy left? I want you to think about these obstacles in terms of what if questions. So a what if I was so fatigued? What if plan B? What if my legs felt heavy? What if I'd got brain fog? So all these potential obstacles. And now we're going to think about what we can do about each of those obstacles. So maybe you could adjust your hours or you could work from home for the day. Maybe you could change the duties that are expected of you. And they might only need to be temporary. But how is that going to alter your expectations of yourself? How are you going to be kind to yourself? So you've got your what if scenarios and what if one of these things were to happen? And these are like your plan B and your plan Z situations. So now we're going to think about how we are going to be fine with what we expect of ourselves. And it might be useful to actually write some things down, but they need to start with the phrase, it's okay if I decide to. So what if I'm feeling fatigued today? Answer the question with, it's okay if I decide to start work later in the day. Or it's okay for me to decide to change the activities expected of me at work. Plan Z, what if my legs stopped working when I woke up? Then you could answer with, it's okay if I choose to spend a day in bed. It's okay to decide. It's okay if I decide to. And it's okay if I choose to statements. These are really important when you live with a chronic illness. It's a change to your expectations of yourself. And then the third part of this is to nail an extra part of it. So we've got at the minute, if plan B, whatever that might be, if plan B happens, it's okay to decide to whatever you've decided. And then you're going to finish it with, because I have an unpredictable chronic illness. And that is the phrase that is so important. The because, it's whatever your because is that's meaningful to you. If I get a bad case of fatigue, it's okay if I decide to arrive to work late because I have MS. So if you can think about these scenarios ahead of time, you can know and feel that it's part of your plan. Now, I know this sounds like a lot of steps, but actually it's about taking control and thinking things through Yes, it's a little bit more than you might have previously thought about them, but it's so, so worth doing. So to summarise, plan A would be you go to work. Plan B would be I've chosen to arrange to start work later today. And then plan Z, good old plan Z, that might be I've decided to spend the day in bed and think about it afterwards. Now, obviously, you'll have had to arrange the day off work, but you've thought about it in advance should the worst ever case of fatigue hit you. Take the pressure off. Don't feel a failure because you've already 
had to think about it and you've already worked out some alternatives. You've already asked yourself, what if this happens? And then if this does happen, it's okay if I choose to, because I already know why. I already know because. So we thought about your average day-to-day goals, but how about big goals? How about a wedding or a big event? How can we realistically achieve these things? Well, all of the previous things that I just talked about, they're still relevant. So these are still things to think about. However, these big events and these big goals, they might have deadlines with them. And we'll talk about that in a little while, but you might just need some additional considerations. There are four extra things to think about. Who can help you? Now, they might be able to help by offering encouragement, or actually, they might be able to be on standby to pick up some of the bits and some of the elements of whatever you are going to be doing. So that's the first one, who can help. The second thing, what positive phrases or affirmations, if you prefer to call them that, what positive phrases can you say to yourself to help you keep focused and to help you keep going? The third one, what sort of mind pictures or visualizations could you use to help you achieve your goal? And most importantly, along the way, how are you going to celebrate your progress? And how are you going to celebrate your end achievement once it's all done? So let's think now about, do you need a deadline? When you've got a chronic illness, this can be really difficult, especially if the date can't be altered. And personally, I don't ever set a firm date, if at all possible. Not unless it's things that involve getting on a plane. I wish at the minute when we're recording this in 2020 lockdown, but I avoid setting firm dates whenever I can. I'd much rather have a soft date. So an example would be when I was first launching this podcast, I gave myself a target, but the target was of a particular month, not a day within that month. And it was a self-imposed deadline. It felt like a soft target. I started with a task list and I knew what order I needed to do them in. And it meant that then I was able to do things when my MS health sun was shining. I'd got my family encouraging me and I just went for the items one at a time and then got it all done. And it was a long way in advance of the end of the month. It happened before the final day. And some people would say it happened ahead of schedule. But you know what? I was just happy to say it happened on time. I've just changed my language. And I've changed and altered my expectations. And there's just one more thing that we need to think about. So often people say, oh, but is it a smart goal? And I think possibly most people have come across smart goals. It was definitely something that I used to use in my career. So smart goals are where it's a specific goal that you can measure So you can say, yes, I achieved 95%, 100% of the time. And then we've got attainable. And for, for me, attainable means I feel as though it's something that I can 
put in my pocket and think, yep, that's done. I've attained that. So it's not something that's fluid and that runs on. It's got an end point. It's realistic. So I'm not pushing myself to run 5K in 22 minutes. I mean, nowadays I'd be lucky to walk 5K, but I was more of a 36 minute 5k girl which is not fast it's just that's the pace so it would be realistic for me to shave a minute off that given a training program so it's realistic for the for me and then is it tangible and for me when I think about tangible it means I can see the change I can evidence the change It's a positive thing. It's not a, I'm going to stop. It's an, I am going to do. And then, and this is really important, if we're going to do SMART goals, when we've got chronic illness, there are two different statements that need tagging onto the end. They both start with process and regularity because process and regularity will either top a single outcome or team up with some others. So this is about the little steps in the right direction. This is about moving forward, keeping it regular and keeping it going in the right direction. And it's a better way than focusing on the single outcome, having these little steps, or if it's really necessary, getting help from some others. And an example that I do is I've joined a buddy group for my MS exercises because that helps me to keep going. That helps me in my target to be able to walk a mile every day. So I'm doing my exercises with the aim that I want to keep walking. I want to keep my legs moving. And I've joined an online buddy group because I've got the support of other people in a similar situation. So we've got smart goals, but we've also got parts, O-P-A-R-T-S-O, process and regularity, top a single outcome. Parts, so process and regularity, team up with some others. Parts, so smart parts, so it's almost like smarty pants, but not quite. We've covered a lot today. So we've looked at all things around planning and goal setting when we live with a chronic illness such as multiple sclerosis. We've considered plan Z. So we've considered plan Z in addition to plans A and plan B when you live with a limitation such as MS. We've considered steps to managing everyday goals and big goals. So we're going to check that it fits with our higher purpose. We're going to validate it by asking, why is this important to me? What's my overall want for this goal? What is the actual goal that I want to achieve? And then thinking about the obstacles, thinking about what if. And then when you've thought about what if and you've thought about the answers, then making sure that you've put it into language that is going to help you to not feel a failure. So you've thought about what if something happens. It's okay to choose to because I live with multiple sclerosis. We've looked at a soft deadline and forward progress. 
we've looked at additional thinking and additional considerations for SMART goals. We've looked at parts O. We've looked at process and regularity. And we've looked at teaming up with some other people. And we've looked at the importance of moving forward and for process and regularity to beat and top a single outcome. If this, if this episode's been interesting, thought-provoking, left you wanting more, there are two things you can do about it. You can listen to future episodes by hitting the subscribe button. And secondly, tell me if you want more, because this that I'm talking about is just one of the elements that I'll be exploring and providing in my Action Takers membership club. And that's launching February, March 2021. To make it really easy for you to let me know, there's a link in the show notes that you can click on and let me know that you're interested in getting more in my Action Takers membership club. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to The MS Show podcast.